Raisin Man Arena. Corona, the one thing that coronavirus allowed me to do was avoid situations where I had to go to parties where I risked not having fun. Wow. You know, I'm like, I'm <laughs> not that now, risk. Now I'm like, okay, th- there's a chance that I might go and then want to leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could be really scary. Yeah, especially on New Year's Eve. Um, I, I yes, like, New Year's yeah. Eve is exactly the night for that, for I might not have fun tonight. Yeah, and then you might have to reflect on it because it's a meaningful day. What did you get invited to, Sam? Um, This this woman, Sarah um, Summerlin, invited me to a thing in her backyard. But, you know, it was it was in the context of talking about a lot of other stuff, and it was sort of off the cuff. So I was like, oh, this is just this person, like, being nice and mentioning this thing. Oh, you really? Know? You hadn't said that. I thought it was, like, formal. You got it in the mail with... Yeah, it was, like, a, in a yeah. scented envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Raisin Man. Thank, Raisin thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it to the listener. <laughs> you guys know you're welcome. I don't need to say it. Aw. Aw. Thanks. So um, we're, we're recording at, at 10 a.m., which is, in theory, was promised to be the time the funniest where time Felipe and I are funniest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Everybody getting very knows. sleepy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I don't know about funniest, but I'm, in a, I'm at the most energy that I am during the day. Yeah, I'm in a good I mood. have just quit drinking coffee because I haven't been able to sleep. I've been sleeping like three hours at night no. and being awake for like two hours and then sleeping like another couple hours. It's been horrible. So now I'm not drinking coffee and now I feel a little... I don't feel that morning happiness. Yeah. Well, so. you just have to... Once you're... Once, wait, what are you drinking? Because you got a cup I'm drinking, there. I'm drinking tea. Is it? <laughs> is it ca- does it have caffeine in it? It has caffeine. Ah! You think that's the same thing as drinking coffee? <laughs> is that just the same? I, mean, I don't know. Well, I think once you wean off, eventually you're, you'll start feeling your body will create the energy. But at first you have the withdrawal, so you'll feel tired. Yeah. I can't even remember. Where, where did we leave off? Last episode, it was after Christmas. It was mm-hmm. two days ago. Yeah. Yep. And uh, now it's New Year's Eve. Hmm. Sarah, do you? I, I don't. We don't need to like life hack your uh, life right now, but it. I've found that exercise too helps me sleep a lot. And Felipe has recommended that to me. Yeah, yeah. exercising. Yeah, a classic thing you recommend to someone, and then as soon as you recommend it, you're like, I'm a fucking idiot. Because <laughs> it's like it's good advice, but nobody wants to do it, and nobody wants to get it, and it's. Yeah, and it's such I easy took, advice to give that it's almost useless. Yeah, last night I had a headache and I took a Motrin PM, and I always take those at night. And I thought that they were just the same as regular like Advil, but this is the kind that you take at night. And I read the side of the bottle, and it was like, oh, this like makes you go to sleep. And it felt so good that it like forced me to sleep. I wish I could take them every night. Um, Can you not take it every night? Yeah, well, that's that's the problem with sleeping pills. (laughs) That's why people get addicted to them. Yes, it rules. It just, like, drags you slowly into the darkness, and it feels really good. Whoa. Yeah, I could imagine getting addicted to them. Do you feel rested, though? Because I remember someone saying to me, if you take sleeping pills, you will sleep, but the sleep won't be restful because you won't go into REM or whatever. But I've done it, and I'm like, no, you sleep. (laughs) 
(laughs) (laughs) I can't tell. I can't tell. There's so little is being asked of me. It's hard to, I feel like this is also why it's hard to sleep is when you don't work at all for an entire day. It's like, you don't even want to rest. You're like, I don't deserve this. Why should I get in my little bed and be cozy for nine hours when all I did today (laughs) was just like pace around. (laughs) Feels ridiculous. I keep thinking like it gets to be like 11 o'clock and I'm like, let's just start tomorrow. I don't need to do the reset. Let's just like (laughs) sun back up. I'm ready now. I have a grip on this and I want to just start the day. Um, Well, I think you do. Sorry, go Sam. I was gonna ask, do you do like projects at night? Is is at night like a productive, active time for you? Uh, yeah, usually, which I guess is not good for going to sleep. I don't know. I think some people. I think what the little I know about sleep research is that like, um, it's it used to be people had there was a, a very pejorative view about people who are night owls but now it's like oh no there are people whose like sleep cycle make it so that they like are just awake at night and that's okay Aww. well when i was in college that's okay yeah exactly <laughs> when exactly. i when i started college there was a boy who was who like quickly was like the star of the of our year because he like was already a working artist like while he was in high school he like was already going to conferences and giving presentations because he had figured out this like style that he could that he like turned into he made a big living like he had bought a beamer while he was still in high school he was sort of like a a celebrity and yes that sucks and i talked and he he was like a beamer too well you know why i said a beamer because that's what people they'd be like he bought a beamer and i don't know what a beamer is (laughs) (laughs) you're like what is that is it a bmw just your like little college eyes sleepy they like wideness you hear that word (laughs) (laughs) no not a beamer (laughs) but he said to me that the reason he was able to do that was because he had insomnia all through high school so the the time he spent at night working on the thing was how he managed to do that and I thought hey maybe it's not so bad yeah, it just gets a little freaky. I feel like if you really indulge your ability to stay up all night, it just keeps pushing back your wake up time later and later and later yes. until you're waking up at like three in the afternoon and you're like, I just don't know. I don't want to be a weird opposite world person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it makes you feel stupid and freaky. Yeah. Yeah. Good for Especially when you people. wake up. Yeah, it is good for avoiding people. But you wake up and other people have like done nine hours of stuff and you have like a full day's worth of text messages and uh, people are almost done with their work and you're just like getting up. It just feels like shit. It's so weird. Well, and then I commend you for starting today at 10. In fact, I was like, Mm -hmm. I, we didn't, we didn't set the time yesterday. We knew we would record today. Didn't set the time. Then I messaged this morning and I was like, this is a Hail Mary. I don't know. I don't know if Sarah will be awake, but you were and you said, let's do it. Yeah, that's right. And that's why I took the sleeping pill last night. I was like, we got, we have to work in the morning. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I KO'd. Yeah. That's good. Uh, A horrible thing is when you're, you sleep with someone and it's like, you're done having sex and it's like 1130 or whatever. And uh, or an experience I have is like, I'm like, okay, now we're going to bed. Like the day <laughs> is done. And the, and then the other person's like, you want to like watch a movie or like do something. And oh, it's no. like, you realize that this person like began their day, like three hours before you guys went on the date. And yep. it's like a horrible feeling. 
it's like just okay i can go home or maybe you should go home but i want to sleep <laughs> i'm not doing activities yeah yeah that's funny it is really hard to line that up with someone that you're sleeping with like wanting to go to sleep at the same time and also wanting to wake up at the same time especially if you want to sex in the morning and you're like kind of wait touching them like hey yeah hey. wake up <laughs> I, I remember i remember i used to uh sleep with someone in college who like had insomnia and and I sleep I sleep pretty regularly I like I have my bedtime I wake up in the morning and I remember the one there was one time where I like woke up in the middle of the night and I was like oh maybe I want to have sex and she was like wide awake and then I thought <laughs> no! and I thought and I thought oh this is this is a perk she will she will be awake at any time Throughout yeah, the night. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. That's kind of depressing. I know. Mm -hmm. Well, usually I was like, oh, this person has sort of a difficult, she like has kind of a difficult thing she's dealing with. But that time I was like, oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. It's funny sleeping over at somebody else's house and you can't sleep. And it's just like they just go to sleep. And it's as if they just left and went somewhere else and left you in their room. And you're just all alone waiting for them to come back. Um, <laughs> very lonely. Yeah, that is what it's like. It's like they've died. When someone is asleep, it's like they're dead. <laughs> it's as sad. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh man, I wish Sam. Well, you. You went on a date, and I. I want to ask you about it, but I don't know how much you're willing to talk about it. I can talk about it. I'm yes. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> gotta talk that, about that's it. my job on the podcast is to be the guy who's willing to talk about this stuff. Sure. <laughs> Do you resent that? What? No. No, oh, I think okay. it's true. I think it's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, in fact, yeah. I was going to tweet yesterday about you being on a date and then I, I thought, is that going to get Sam in trouble with anybody else? And I asked Will, and we both did the math together, and then Will said, maybe don't don't tweet it. Aw, Will's cautious. He's he's on the cautious side, but I also was like, I don't yeah. know. I, like, don't know the kind of matrix of, <laughs> of, of, say, of your dating life, Sam, where I was like, yeah. okay, who is on Twitter? I was doing, like, yeah. ledgers and Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, it was, Sam's a bitch yeah. and he's on a date. <laughs> Sam's on a date, but he's gay, so I don't know what's going to come out of it. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I want to hear about the date. I also want to say I like that check-in that you just did with me, Sam, about whether or not I resent I resented what you just said by just saying, do you resent that? I think we should... Um, just do that in conversation regularly when people say things. Just to do a quick check in <laughs> on whether me? or not they're feeling resent. Yeah, do you hate, do you hate, do you hate me for saying that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, you, with the um, whatever I was gonna say with the Zoom, you gotta check in more. But um, that's true. My date. What do you want to know about it? <laughs> I wanted to know if you had sex. Yeah, I no wanted sex. to know if you had no fun. sex. And. And no fun no. because we didn't have no. Yeah, right. <laughs> Felipe, will you teach me how to score? <laughs> yeah, I'll teach you all my all my techniques. <laughs> will you teach me what a beamer is? <laughs> uh, I still don't know. It's a BMW. Yeah. Okay. Do you think you can tell five minutes into the date whether or not you're gonna have sex or not? That was, that's no. what Malcolm Gladwell called thin slicing. Thin slicing. Yes. <laughs> Five minutes in a day, you know you're going to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> ten, after 10,000 hours, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think you can tell one hour into the date? Um, 
I thought I thought my chances were high. Were pretty good. Um mostly because we'd already had sex. Oh, uh, sure. Sure. Um, but then I walked the person home and um and then we were outside their house and you know, it's like that thing where you're like, All right, I'm gonna see you later and then they're like Okay, cool. Oh no. But it's like Oof. it's on it's all I feel like if you're outside someone's house, it's like it's on them to invite you in. You don't want to be the person who's like So, so like, you wanna grab grab a cup of you wanna have <laughs> me up for a coffee or what? <laughs> yeah, you, know? you can be like, I really yeah. need to pee. I really yeah. need to pee. <laughs> Damn. Come on, let's watch a television show. <laughs> <laughs> Then let's have sex, please. <laughs> have you ever been sure that you're like, oh, we're not going to have sex, like they're not down, and then you were surprised that they were? Um, yes. <laughs> wow, well, anything's possible. Well, we That's were cool. talking literally about a date you went on, and then at the end you said, do you want to come over? And then the person said, oh, I thought you were gay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And But then you ended up hooking up with them. We can take this out if you don't want it in, but... I was like, that is such a radical shift in expectations for that person. Yeah, and they really rode that wave, and that's cool. Pro level surfer. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yes, <laughs> totally. lightning fast reflexes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think because of my social media, a lot of people think I'm gay. Um, so when people see me they they i think they think i'm gay when people meet me in real life they're like oh he, yeah they think i'm gay and then or they like kind of don't know um maybe i think at its best it it maybe gives me a sort of sense of mystery and a little bit of an edge um <laughs> maybe at its worst it seems like strange and duplicitous or something like that hmm but it's very cool to be gay, so. <laughs> it's fine, yeah. Take, <laughs> that's why I do take it. Take a walk and that's on the why wild you do side. It and, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. benefit immensely from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you guys excited for the new year? Are you guys like, goodbye 2020, 2021, it's going to be better? Um, I guess so. I don't know. It's funny to see, like, I never have... um. Has everyone in the world, or at least the United States, been united around, like, the idea that, like, the year was really bad? Like, you know, every year there's, like, year-end roundups that are just, like, good and bad things happen this year. And it's funny to have a year that everyone's like, we all hated it. Um, so I guess I'm excited with everybody else for it to be over. But mostly I'm just excited for the holidays to be over. I just want to be living in normal time. I don't want to do special celebration time anymore. I find it to be really exhausting. Always? Because I feel like I'm always sad when the holidays end. Yeah, this is new for me. It's like a new boring adult feeling to be like, actually, Christmas sucks and the holidays are make you no, sad. And but do you think that this no. will be the same going forward? Because I think this year the holidays were particularly hard because of coronavirus. Yeah, I think it's it's probably that. I hope to go back later. But it's funny. I just remember all this media from when I was a kid about like adults who are Grinches about Christmas and hate Christmas and, and the holidays and stuff. And I was just being like, what the hell is that about? It's just fun. And now I really feel it. I'm like, holidays suck. Let's just have a normal Monday morning and just go to work. 
<laughs> but you don't go to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta pack just up have my Monday. briefcase and get on the, the commuter line and go to work. Uh, let's just have Monday morning so all my friends can go to work. <laughs> I just want them to be busy again. <laughs> well, I think that if you were working, it would be nice to go back home. And if, but it's like when Probably. Christmas just looks like the rest of your boring indoor life, then there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah. I had a, a kind of vision for myself that I think I've, that I've been sort of secretly nursing. And it's that I want to get, <laughs> I, I want to get really skinny. Why? I Why? I, I was like, I don't know. I just thought it would be like a, well, I was going to say, I thought it would be like a fun project or like, you know, you can sort of, what else is there to do in 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 uh, quarantine except sort of like get really skinny, Mod- modify <laughs> your body, <laughs> modify your body in strange ways, you mm. know, or or just see what you can do, see what's mm. see what's behind that rock, basically. Um, wow, well, this but, is so strange. Are you, are you I've heard to, you talk like this. Are you trying to lose a bunch of muscle mass? Yeah, I don't know. I just I had a vision of like eating eating really like really like aesthetically and um and being a little spry rakish little lad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and have a little a, a little uh top hat that I like tilted at an angle, you know. Yeah, a big vest that just hangs off of your tiny little <laughs> rake frame. Swatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. It, it was just kind of a vision of how I would would, would want to experiment with my body. Wow. I'm surprised to hear this. And so will you begin tomorrow? <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been doing it for like two months. Can you not tell? <laughs> well, Oh shit. Can you not shit. tell? I guess we all know, but for the listener though, I think that it would be kind of incompatible with the way that you already eat, which is like you wake up, uh, three four chicken breasts on in the oven <laughs> sometimes you eat uh like you will just cook everything in coconut oil or like coconut milk uh and yeah eat a it, lot of fat eat it out of yeah. like a, a huge yogurt container that you only recently retired yeah um, <laughs> sam eats ten thousand calories a day yeah, yeah 10 <laughs> cans of sardines um yeah <laughs> two full ham hocks yeah it's crazy do you yeah. think you would go I, uh, hungry though you might be fu- feel hungry if you started eating that way i might be hungry i might be hungry i have tried many times to decide to just eat the same things every day like the same three meals and be like i'm gonna be happy just living like that mm-hmm. and then my mom's told me this and i think this is really cute but she was she was like oh to get to get animals, I read this article where zookeepers, to get their animals to eat, they like switch up the food that they feed the animals mm. because animals like eating different kinds of foods. Um, and Makes sense. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. They're like people. Mm. And I sort of feel the same way where I'm like, I do really get tired of eating the same things every day after about like maybe three weeks I, I i would like tap out and be like i can't eat this thing again that is yeah quite normal i guess 
Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> Isn't it cute though? The animals are like that too. They're it's, like, it is I cute. don't want to eat that. They don't just want to eat dry little kibbles. I thought that's their favorite food is eating nasty, dry little unscented kibbles. <laughs> um, I'm still just to go back to your plan, but don't you like being a really strong guy? I thought that was your thing. It just doesn't make any well, sense. I'm gonna make it not my thing, Sarah. I'm gonna make being skinny uh, a skinny thing. little lad. <laughs> well, maybe we can. Okay. Because I would like, I would like to have a body more like yours, Sam. I'd like to be strong, big and strong. I think that's how most people feel. Yeah. The thing is, I think I don't, I don't want to like put in the work to do it. It sounds like you're willing mm. to put in the work. Yeah. To be strong. To be to skinny. Be, to be skinny. Well, I thought. I might just go gluten free and that might just drop yeah drop a couple pounds mm. just from my face though <laughs> thin mm. cowboy bebop style face um no I, yeah I, I don't know what it will look like or what it will mean exactly but I think like what I think what it will mean is not doing like sort of a, lo- a ton of exercise and then eating pretty min- minimally you should run and my body will just distances. drop it there you That'll go. That'll be it. Just cardio, a lot go. of cardio. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just, it is funny how how much like I I think genetics really does play into this. But I just when I exercise, I really just start like beefing up pretty quickly. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Well, we'll monitor that goal. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> We'll, we'll do we'll check-ins with it, you. Yeah. Do yeah. you guys have any body mod plans for 2021? My cousin's wife uh, is offering on Instagram to be um, people's challenge guru, where like if you reach out to her, she will like keep track of what your exercise goals are and check in with you every day to make sure you're smashing goals and stuff. Um, <laughs> And I thought about just reaching out to her to do that just because I think she's like a strange and interesting normative, uh, like sort of a trad wife. And I'm like, I'd like to be part of your uh, world. A trad yeah. wife or a trad wife? Trad, trad wife. Trad, trad, trad. And, you um, need a dose of that. Yeah. And I like the idea of her checking in on me every day. So, yeah, you, want, you want a like big mama. Smash. You want a mommy to check in on you. Exactly. <laughs> the goal I'd like to smash is waking up before yeah. 5 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sarah, I want, you to get huge. I want you to get yeah. like really muscly. That would be cool. That would rule. Yeah. My goal, as I've said, I, it's the same goals as every year. First is to stop... Um, telling lies and then saying just kidding after and to just say the truth um or try, find a different way to make a joke that's not just saying the opposite of what's true um because it gets a little tired and then two to stop answering people's text messages as quickly um, wait why and, i think that's a good quality <laughs> because uh but it just you're gets... implicated in that Felipe. no absolutely <laughs> i have a stake in you continuing to do it the way you yeah. do it <laughs> because um then it just you get more text messages you got to send more back i think um I just gotta stop answering. It's true. So you, this, you set an expectation. Yeah. Um, my uh, New Year's resolution last year was to look people in the eye more and say hello to people when I was in a oh. room. And wow, um, I didn't really have to do it because of coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if hello. I <laughs> yeah. Why was that yours, Felipe? Well, I mean, look people in the eye is the. Um, 
sort of superficial part of it, but I, it was because I was noticing that I'd go into a room and then I'd get all this anxiety about who I'd said hello to, who I hadn't said hello to. I wouldn't say hello to people. <clears throat> um, uh, I would like avoid saying people's names because I was, you know, just all this sort of uh, insecurity around like the first moment of interacting with someone. I would sometimes talk, I do sometimes talk with to people without looking them in the eye. Um, so it's like, I should get better at all of all of those skills. I don't know what the sort of big name for them is. They're like all one category. Mm. But I ended up not having to do it. Strength. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I, it, it ended up being that, you know, I could, I could retreat even further into a sort of virtual world of, um, you know, not interacting with people. So maybe it was for the best. Are you guys right now, are you guys looking at yourselves on the Zoom or... Or each other. Um, I've been looking at all three. Nice. I have just a huge collection of dials and meters on the computer screen <laughs> that I'm monitoring at all times. Different, like little numbers that go up and down. <laughs> well, let's start the podcast now. <laughs> okay. Watched a movie last night with Will and Lena. Did you watch Soul? No, I heard it wasn't good. I heard Soul wasn't <gasps> good. <gasps> Who did you hear that from? Uh, an animator friend of mine. An animator. Yeah. I watched it. Was it good? Uh, I was watching it. I was like, this is like for kids or something. Why don't I? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, Pixar? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you making kids movies? Yeah. Uh, what I thought was cool about it was um, it was astoundingly secular. They had imagined a whole new afterlife vision and basically a religion that people could believe in. And I thought they couldn't have made this 20 years ago. Like Disney can't release a movie that like is incompatible fundamentally with Christianity. Wait, how is it secular? Isn't it afterlife? Their souls up? It that sounds Christian to me. They're in heaven, but the there's no like the little guiding figures aren't the archangel Gabriel. Uh, it's like weird little computer line drawing uh, abstract art beings who um, guide you through the process of like being born and dying, and uh, you just see it. It looks like science. It doesn't look like religion. So weird soul science. So yeah. as far as you're concerned, the main character could be of any faith. Um. Like yeah, like he what? like as far as far as what the movie shows you, you get to think this guy could be Christian. He could be something else. Yes, he yes, could be he Hindu. could be. And, yes, and I guess you could call the space they exist in heaven, but no one ref references a god. And like, there's just a uh, mechanics to the way things are working that are like not what Christianity is. And so I was just impressed to see like a mainstream family movie from the most mainstream filmmaking children's media company in the United States history of the world making a movie that's like we're actually going to take a stance on the meaning of life and what happens to you after you die, sort of. I mean, that's, that's not their stance. Like, they really believe that that's what it is, but <laughs> it just seems, like, crazy to me. I was like, this would not have come out when I was a kid. Like, there's a a Christian sensibility to Disney movies. See, that's interesting. That, doesn't, that actually doesn't feel surprising to me. I think maybe, yes, I don't know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, Christianity would have been the kind of hegemonic like the thing you'd have to represent but now like since multiculturalism is the kind of hegemonic thing you have to represent it's not surprising yeah. to me that pixar would be like this is this is like not anything no yeah they definitely made the calculation and they were like all right we've ne we know how enough uh people that want to see a movie that aren't christians or wouldn't wouldn't be bothered by this that we can this is the movie to make do the little guys so. ever go to hell no, no hell 
know-how, which is pretty sweet. You'd think that in the final in act three, it's like, okay, now we gotta go into hell and come out. Yeah, exactly. Pull some guys out of there, bring them back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, do a rescue mission. <laughs> they never do. Yeah, it's also funny because they um, we're going in. <laughs> we're at the forest of suicides. Yeah. <laughs> they the kind of sodomites. The point of the movie is like um, the main guys like not living life to the fullest and not recognizing what's important in life because he overvalues playing the piano and loving jazz music which is kind of strange because I'm like that seems like a fairly wait is that really the message of the movie the guy's playing too much yes. and so what would what would valuing <laughs> life more look like um enjoying going for a walk and watching a leaf fall from a tree um that, that, that sort sounds, of thing I almost don't believe you that sounds crazy no, that is it is. He's like a he's a teacher. He teaches um, jazz classes to kids, like at a school. And but he's obsessed with his dream of like being an actual jazz musician. Um, and so he can't appreciate like his job. And he gets offered a full time job finally teaching the kids. And it comes with like health insurance benefits. They outline this. They're like it comes with benefits and like a four hundred one k. Does it take place in present day? Yes, and it's in New York City specifically, and you can see the different train lines and stuff that he rides on, nice. which is fun. Um, but so they outline all the benefits of the full-time job for him, but he doesn't want it because he still just wants to be a jazz musician. And they kind of point to that, like, see, he's being ridiculous, and I'm, it's like insane. Yeah, because yeah. is he white? No, no. The, everyone in the movie is black. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, there's Sorry, essentially no that. white characters except some of the children in the like jazz class. Um, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So what you've explained to me makes me think, oh, it's not that he <laughs> likes to play the piano, it's that he has ambition and doesn't see what's in front of it, right? It's like, it's not the piano mm -hmm. itself. No, it's like his singular focus on the jazz, his jazz career as being the defining part of his existence, which is like fair enough. You're not supposed to hinge your whole life around a job or one thing, but it just seems like they're really coming after this guy who's like a public school teacher who loves to play jazz. Yeah, this like, fucking <laughs> asshole wants something more. We better fuck, teach fuck him. Fuck your stupid yeah. dream. Get get healthcare, dude. Exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna bring God. God needs to tell you that you just should get the healthcare in the four hundred one k. <laughs> There's like a, a wise character that he meets that's like, you should play classical music. <laughs> that's, that's the like big intervention. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. So, and then there's also a talking cat in it, and I hate just shit like that. I hate when the the movies get too silly. There, I don't want a talking cat. I just want people to Wait, talk. Animals but, be quiet. But this, but the, but his, but souls are in the movie. That's not silly enough. I think that's pretty serious. Okay. Yeah. So is the cat? Does the cat? Is the cat voiced by a comedian? Yes. Uh, oh no, the cat's voiced by Jamie Fox because sure. Jamie Fox is the main character. His soul accident. I should. This is spoilers, but his soul gets into the cat, and then he's the voice of the cat. And then Tina Fey is the voice of the main guy. So wait, Tina, Tina Fey, Fey is plays actually the the main black guy. Yes. No. What? Whoa. Ultimately, because their souls Wait. get. <laughs> that, uh, that rocks. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. So he's punished for being uh, too for not enjoying life by going into the soul, into the cat's body. That's his punishment. He finally gets his big break, and then he dies. How does he die? Like right before he falls into a manhole. Okay, spoilers. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, oh turn off the podcast the movie, right now. <laughs> 
and turn off the podcast. He falls into a manhole, which doesn't, as we know in New York City, that doesn't kill you. You just get like rats rush over your body and you have to hold your mouth really, really tightly <laughs> closed so they don't get inside. But, they can, but if, provided you stay long enough, they eat you slowly alive. Yes. They nibble at you until- But you can't scream yeah. because you shouldn't open your mouth, but hopefully someone will find you. Wait, so he falls down a manhole, dies right after dies. he gets his big jazz break. And what is the big jazz yes. break? Like he gets to play- Getting to play at the half note, which is a little jazz club that starts to look like the blue note in Manhattan and um, getting to play in a quartet with this famous made up character Um, and like this is going to be his try out kind of if he does well this night at the performance like he could get a gig is the famous is the famous jazz musician called something like big fat big fat something no it's a woman which I was like okay okay Okay. she plays the saxophone (laughs) and she's what's her name and she's played by uh, Tina Fey as well (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. Um, her name is Diane something Uh, I can't think of what it is I hope that she had a funny uh, like a little jazz nickname yeah but he gets the break he dies he goes up into heaven and um he refuses to go into the abyss of stars like the everybody's on an elevator like going into an abyss of stars and he's like running backwards down the the escalator because he's like i gotta go go play at the half note yes exactly um so then he's up in the soul realm already and he's trying to get back onto earth and then he does but not in the way you expect he becomes the cat Mm. and tina fey becomes him (laughs) why does tina fey become him because she's an unborn soul um, who doesn't want to be born and doesn't want to live. Okay. So they both have something to learn about life, huh? And so, and yeah. so then she enters the body of a dead man. Yes. So does Tina Fey have to go play piano? And she's like, I don't fucking know how to play the piano. Exactly. I'm a baby. Yeah. Yes. That's what happens. Yes. Yes. Um, can people tell, are they like, hey, um, you have the voice of a white woman? Um, no, because you hear Tina Fey's voice when she talks to the cat. But then she if she's talking to anybody else, she you hear Jamie Fox's <laughs> voice. She's trying her best to do she, like she does does Jamie Fox's voice. And what does the baby learn? Because I feel like okay, the guy he's had a life. He can learn from his mistakes. But the baby, it's like what the baby doesn't know any doesn't know any better. Yeah. The well, the baby Tina just Fey. learns. Yeah, the baby learns that life is good okay. and that the baby wants to be born. Yeah. Wait, so then the so. baby's like, I don't want to be born. And so then it's like, okay, then you're going to be, you're going to wake up in the body of a 45 year old man. So you're not only <laughs> born, but you are life, your life has already started. Yes, exactly. Hmm. And, um, she gets to eat pizza and run around outside and she just likes it. She and- does baby, like kids stuff. Um, no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like playing but. at the house and craps his pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, it just is like sort of a a strange movie. So the the message in the end is like life is about loving life and many different things, and you can't just be caring about playing the piano. But I, it was just weird because like you would think they would have made of a character who is like a Wall Street banker who doesn't love his kids or something. But right? Why did they? Why did they pick a public school jazz teacher <laughs> with a pretty wholesome dream? Dream, totally. I don't know. It's like, this motherfucker doesn't <laughs> yeah. like his life enough. He's the guy we yeah. picked. <laughs> so, wow. Well, I guess yeah. unhappiness can can manifest in all kinds of lives. You know, it's true. I over Christmas I watched Ted Lasso with my family. Have you guys heard of this television show? No. Uh, yeah, people are talking about this. Yeah. 
it's it's a show about this guy who goes to he's like a uh, a United States football coach, but he gets hired to coach like an English Premier League football team. Uh, I mean, soccer team. And he, football. the whole premise of the movie is that he's really nice. He's like a nice American, and everyone in in England's like a mean English guy or woman. And he like wins them all over with his niceness. And it's kind of in in a lot of ways, it's 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 silly because he's. He's nice in sort of conventional, unsurprising ways, but then there's other ways in which he's nice in in a, in surprising, fun, interesting ways. And mm. basically, the entire um, TV show just made me want to be nicer. Like I, wow. I watched it, and I was like, "That was a nice, funny little episode," and I I feel upbeat now. Mm. Wow, that's what I've been hearing. Is it's extremely feel good. Television. It's really feel good, yeah. He's not, he, I'm not usually attracted to that. He's kind of nice stuff. to the players by giving them back massages, and he's like, "Hey, you look really good today." He's like, "I like you without your shirt on." That's how he's nice. Wow, yeah. The players. Yeah, yeah. He he harasses. Yeah. Them. <laughs> What's one of the things that he does that you want to do? Um. <laughs> he's he, he um. God. Nothing like not, not specifics. He was just like he's really just pleasant to everybody, and people are kind of mean to him. And I thought, and I got what I'm realizing right now is actually I've had this goal for a while now is to be is to like pursue comedy and jokes that are like sweet rather than being like a a kind of mean style comedian and like joke writer and thinker and yeah. so maybe ted lasso unlocked a, d a desire in me that was already there and manifest but it made me just think oh you can be like a a funny and nice you don't have to be mm -hmm. like funny and mean or or like sarcastic um that's beautiful it's cool i think actually well i think you're you are both a good model of that and and sarah you particularly i think are a sweet gentle smart person who's very funny in a way that where they're like they're not mean about two other people yeah and so I'm, i think and so I'm a little bit less nice than sarah <laughs> <laughs> what do you say well Felipe, sometimes you sometimes know, i don't know what the hell you're talking about <laughs> on stage you like got hold of the little baby you're whispering i don't it's know true. that's I don't nice know. or mean i don't know where the baby falls is. on the nice to mean yeah. spectrum <laughs> i i think Felipe, you and i maybe are poisoned a little more yes. about the kinds of people who we think are funny on twitter it's but. true no i was actually going to say that i don't think i think that i've strived to be like a little bit more not mean. not mean like Acerbic. I don't want to be mean with anybody with somebody in particular but I just yeah being like a little this word is so stupid but like edgy or whatever mm. yeah I've definitely always thought about really angry comedy that I like fundamentally it doesn't resonate with me and I don't understand sort of uh how how to access it because like so much shit already makes me really angry so to watch like bill burr like screaming about stuff i'm just like oh why 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 <laughs> <laughs> why is he so angry and why would i enjoy seeing him get this worked up but i guess other people have a different form of anger where it like really resonates with them to see somebody like be really pissed off um like they I'll are give you an example sarah of what a thing Ted Lasso does that I thought was a, like a funny kind of joke in in the TV show is he's talking on an airplane in the opening episode with his assistant coach who's sitting behind him on the airplane and they're like talking about different stuff they plan to do when they reach England and then he turns back around 
to go to sleep but then he like jumps back up and he goes to his assistant coach and he's like hey man he's like if if we're asleep and we meet each other in our dreams let's just goof around for a little bit pretend we're strangers <laughs> and the assistant coach is like you got that's it <laughs> that's so cute that's so it cute, is cute. <laughs> well you can coach me at soccer or whatever you if you want sam and yeah. deploy okay. some of that I can, technique i can start yeah. being mean in english to you so that you can so that you can kind of disarm me with kindness yeah um i watched queen's gambit with my parents and uh I was surprised by it because like I just thought it was sort of a, like a normal show about like someone being a chess genius which there's like a lot of material out there about like being a genius but she's also an alcoholic and a pill head Ooh, and um, damn that's pill interesting head. yeah she's, she's hooked on the damn pills she's chess pilled yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's just interesting because like I don't know if you watch a documentary about um, Bobby Fischer it doesn't usually cover him becoming like a scary anti-semitic um, villain at the end of oh, his I life like, communist or something was i wrong about that yeah I, uh i guess i should verify like, communist? Is, i think Damn. so i think so let me say Bobby what Fisher, a combo anti-semitic yeah but just like to know yeah the brilliant people usually have a lot of um oh yeah definitely he said some messed up stuff um usually have some kind of fucked up thing going on in the background like that and this show's really about it and she's like in Mexico playing at the test tournament and you see her just like walking down the street being like cerveza cerveza from every little like bar uh, that she little cart that she walks by and um just strange cerveza. also sad but yeah and also she's uh, pretty cute right and she's pretty cute interesting looking yeah yeah I saw a picture and I so. thought okay maybe I'll give this show a shot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i also watch Shit's creek because my parents like it have you guys seen that no is no. it like corny everybody talks about it like it's a corny show or something i think it's funny i was talking to my friend hannah about this that like it to me Shit's creek is like the baseline of like every comedy show that gets on tv should be like minimum as good as this and it's not because i think it's that great or like it that much but you can really tell this is like an idea that eugene levy and his son came up with that they really wanted to make that they care about and it feels original and not just like a network calculation and they made it like a cute little character ensemble show um and it's kind of corny and there's some parts of it that are like actively annoying every episode you're like this is not that character is not funny stop stop doing this um but it's just like it feels very genuine an effort to like make a funny show so for that i give it five stars nice. wow <laughs> speaking of sarah i was trying to get on your letterbox to read your reviews and i couldn't do it well what no i looked up your name couldn't find it then i re-listened to the last episode and heard that you said your name is sarah underscore wilson so then i thought i should look yes. that up and then subsequently wow, you I really didn't. sleuthed yeah, it yeah but i didn't yeah. look it up i didn't end up looking it up again so i haven't seen yeah. the reviews yet i looked for felipe to see if he'd made a letterboxd and i texted you this but felipe is on letterboxd but as a director with three films that you can review yes, go review my animations <laughs> whoa yeah i don't know how those got on there but it's funny he has a little landing page on letterboxd so return of the cool. king lord of the yeah. rings return of the king. yeah yeah, yeah. Wait, let me yeah percy jackson and the olympians <laughs> yeah letterboxd and then cool runnings yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah don't be a menace <laughs> yeah uh, let me see so I, I just sat down to review soul this morning but i wasn't sure what to say because like mainly the thing is like i think this movie might be for kids it's not for adults um Felipe Deport and tomorrow. that's yep and the um the thumbnails are weird they crop my movies weird some of them are kind of poorly compressed jpegs are there any reviews That's kind of artistic though no reviews 
All right, get on Letterboxd, everybody, and review Felipe's films. Oh, wait, look, because look, they... my, my film Gunno, which I made with Simeon, about an assassin that has a talking gun, has one review, and it says, most accurate political film I've ever seen, but just three stars. Wait, is it three out of three? <sighs> wow. That's five. Wait, okay. Wow. You think... Even more than all the president's men. It's, yeah. Wow. Even more than House yeah. of Cards. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you going to say it's the most accurate political film you've ever seen and just give it three stars? Three stars. This is the West Wing on acid. <laughs> Wait, but oh, okay. So it only has one, has seven watches, five lists, and it's liked by three members. Hmm. That's, well, you that's should, great, man. If you get a letterbox, you can comment on that review and you can ask him what he was thinking with the three stars. Wait, check it out. The, the lists that Gano is in are... David Cuevas Core, colon, The Most Influential Films from My Childhood, 2002 and 2020. Whoa. I'm thinking... <laughs> you should contact I'm thinking, that I'm guy, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking your childhood is quite long. Yeah. Um, Damn. Then, Adult Swim Small is okay. The next list is Watched With My Baby. <laughs> this ain't a film to watch with your baby. It is mm -mm. quite edgy. Explicit, it's, yeah. It's interesting Felipe that you, you can make something that's the most accurate political depiction of of its time but so inaccurately depicts what a gun is like it's true well sometimes you augment reality to depict mm. it wait so that long and lonesome wrote the grandmas it has a bunch of reviews no it has two wait hold on two reviews read them out first one <laughs> Better lip sync would have made this slice of adventurous absurdism way more palatable. Oh! Wow, damn. Ooh. Wow, fuck. Not okay, like we're going sync. back to the locker room, oh, Flume. Yeah. I'm giving you water. Oh, I'm massaging oh. your back. Whew. I'm getting you out there for the second Whew. half. They don't under <laughs> At least you know they're paying attention. The people are watching. Well, this person yeah. doesn't understand that the also two and a half stars. Oh! really tanked it but the whole point of the lip sync is that the, the only reason i was able to finish a 15 minute long animation by myself is because i didn't do lip sync the characters just open and close their mouths this person has no clue this kills me second review two and a half stars this is the weirdest thing ever but it's okay i guess who are these oh, this people on no this is for long and lonesome road to grandma's oh. my thesis film what grade did you get on it uh, I got two and a half stars for both. <laughs> no, what grade did what you get? What grade in did you get at school? Oh, uh, A plus. A plus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Huh. How the uh, how the academy and the masses diverge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Everyone's a critic. Hmm. How's how are you feeling right now, Felipe? About kind that? Of shocked. Yeah. <laughs> They should just be like, this is really cool that Felipe made this. Yeah. And, yeah. And it He's takes a lot 14. to make stuff. Yeah. I went I went to this person I went to this person who did a bad review to me and I went to their profile and the bio says, I'm missed, and here you get to know my bad opinions about movies. Yeah, you can say that again. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. If you don't know me personally, just know that the majority of the films I watch are actually short films. Hmm. Hmm. Sarah, okay. can you take this guy down since you have a letterbox account? Yeah, I can speak with him from my letterbox account. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah. Cool. I gotta get a profile picture that shows I'm I'm hot in real life. <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> they'll take true. me seriously on there. Yeah. Um Felipe, but, well, I will say this I, I happen to know this about you. It's self admitted that you don't like doing lip syncing. No, it's pointless. 
Why do I need? Why does the character's <laughs> mouth needs to match what you're hearing? They're not really saying that stuff. Right. It's yeah. fake anyway. So yeah. why do you need to match it? No, it's like to me, it's like the most and the most labor intensive part of animation that, in my opinion, has the smallest return. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, there you go. What's? Yeah. It's it is really annoying to do. Felipe taught me this method though to, of lip syncing that I think is is sort of brilliant where you just animate the mouth opening and closing and then you can just like time the mouth you you can set it so that you can time the mouth so so it can stop opening at closing at really key moments in the dialogue and it's surprising how much just opening and a mouth opening and closing looks like they're saying the words Absolutely. Totally. Extremely deceptive. We're so used to mouth saying the words that we can just <laughs> fill in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And also th that a mouth, if you over animate the mouth, it's really distracting. And that w when you actually watch people talk, their mouths do very little. Me, 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 I think it's a boring thing to talk more about uh, soul again. No, please bring to, it in. Well, why get celebrities to voice all the characters? Why don't just get like total freaky weirdo people who do like crazy cartoon Sarah, voices? Sarah, you're hitting like, the nail on the head there. <laughs> you. And no one's talking about it. And no one's talking no about one's it. Talking about Why? It. It's just Tina Fey doing her normal speaking voice. Yes. And she's playing an unborn baby soul. <laughs> Why would you cast just Tina Fey's normal talking voice to play that character? It sucks. Well, there's, yeah. Oh, Sam's gone. I'm sure he would have something to say about it. Where did he go? Oh, he went to the bathroom. Oh. He did tell us he would go to the bathroom a few He's times. He's going to have to pee. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think there's like kind of a historical reason for that. It used to be that you know if you watch like looney tunes all of those characters have really they had voice actors uh yeah who had really um characteristic voices and then over time i think with especially with movie animation they adopted the sort of star system where you kind of sell the movie on the stars that are in it and i think that actually that started with um what do you call it uh, Robin Williams playing the genie in Aladdin. Mm. That was the first Whoa. time that there was like a big star doing a voice. Well, he's special. He does cool voices. Well, he did such a great that's job. That's the thing. They got they got Robin Williams because he is funny. His voice is funny. And then other Dum Dums executives saw that and they thought, oh, the reason that that was successful was because he's a star, not because he's a great voice actor. It's because he's a star. And so then mm. movies shifted into like having stars do voices but it's stupid because you're right like their their voices aren't interesting they're not good voice actors no and then you hear a kermit the frog's sweet mm -hmm. weird little voice uh, and you're like this is yeah you're gonna do it wait, is I'm this kermit. did you mention that Lindsay ellis yes the, the thing about uh, the thing about uh robin williams playing the genie yeah yeah, yeah. Just when you think about a legendary voice like Kermit the Frog, you're like, we could have thousands of voices like this that we're doing impressions of all the time and that are coming up in pop culture, but we don't because we just have celebrities voicing the different cartoons. No, totally. It's not... Uh, honestly, yeah. 
And TV animation some it's split down. Like if you watch like SpongeBob, that's a show that has great voice actors. Totally. But more and more you get like comedians doing cartoons. And it's like if you're unless you're like a voice actor, a comedian isn't like a particularly good choice other than just to like sell the show because people are like, I like this comedian, so I'm gonna watch it. But it's like you're not getting their yeah. actual comedy <clears throat> style. Yeah. Or I liked the choice to uh when Sam Lanier casted you Felipe as the Gibbon in um his animation for Adult Swim. That was great. I liked yeah, that I thought that was a good choice. <laughs> Instead of getting a voice actor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Felipe is is a good voice actor. And Ian is as well. Ian's great. Ian's really Ian's good. good. Ian's so Ian's good. Really, really good. Yeah. When I heard yeah, you guys is um radio play or whatever the fuck you're using all these technical terms for it um the recording of just the audio part of the cartoon uh, an, anim- an animatic radio an anim- mix, mixed down tele tele teleplay exactly um ian's voice he sounded like he was like a rick and morty character to me i was like wow that's a real he's like giving the performance of a cartoon man um i'd never heard him like that before it was amazing so yeah he really i'm excited to, to see it yeah he really killed it yeah it, in in Bollywood films, oftentimes the famous um, actors do not sing any of the songs. They have people who are like, um, who sing the songs for them. And oftentimes there'll be, stars will like pair up with a singer who like does all the songs in their film for them. And it kind of suggests a world where it, maybe celebrities could be in films in live action films but their voice yeah well which would be really cool yeah that would be cool when Arnold Schwarzenegger I think his first movie he was dubbed they dubbed his voice because he's too German because he had that accent until people realized like oh this is actually a funny this is an interesting thing about his performance Mm, well I mean that's funny uh, me and Sam don't use our voices aren't our voices in Raisin Man we get someone to dub them over yeah Mm -hmm. or on stage when you guys do your live performances Mm -hmm. For Simple Town, that's just recordings, and that's, you have to really hit the timing. Yeah, yeah. That's we hard. got Gilbert Gottfried to do my voice, <laughs> and um, yeah. Morgan Friedman is Sam's voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll I'll um, share another thing. This is tips and tricks corner for making stuff, but <laughs> I think when you record someone for a cartoon, it's really important to do the settings of the mic so that they can really yell and speak at their full volume. And ah, I, maybe I'm saying that ah. Felipe for you. Cause when you've recorded my voice in the past, you've been like, okay, can you like speak at this volume, mm. like this close to the mic? And it's actually helps the acting. I think if you can like really Just, speak at a slightly louder, like stage stage voice. Wow. How does that feel Felipe to get a tip from Sam? I guess, I, I guess I'm going to school everything. right now. Sam's taking me to class. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Felipe's taught me so much that it's sometimes nice to yeah, turn around, turn, you know, and turn the gift. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that that's, I always, I'm never sure how to like best record a uh, sound. Get it loud, get it quiet in the middle. I don't know. In the middle is probably the right yeah. answer. Yeah. The middle could be it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the sen- it's sense the sensible in between. Um, I started watching reels on Instagram. Do you know what that is? It's like mm-hmm. TikTok for, on Instagram, and um, because I don't have any likes of different reels, like nothing was really influencing my feed. It was just like dogs, families, hot girls, baby stuff. Uh, yeah, just super <laughs> random. And um, 
I saw so many little videos that were um, like maybe 25 year old girls teaching other people how to do Instagram better. Like here's three poses you can do for Christmas. And it would be like, throw your scarf out behind you like this and kick your leg at the same no. time. And then they would like, so do, it, was yeah. like it was like, <laughs> it was like basic, basic bitch school. <laughs> basic bitch school <laughs> and um <laughs> just to think that people are becoming influencers influencing other influencers how to be influencing it was like wah, like freaked me out a little bit and i just couldn't stop watching it though and the poses are just so asinine and like i yeah <laughs> unbelievable that someone has like mastered this and then other people want to um learn it was kind of crazy but i am thinking about in the new year posting on my Instagram grid and having an account that looks like somebody who is trying to be a, a famous comedian rather than just looking like someone who's being a regular girl who doesn't do doesn't post <laughs> but I don't even know Wait, where to begin like should you, I wipe you, my are past are you saying that you are oh, going to start posting or are you saying that you're going to make a sort of parody account I'm a brand. A sort of parody account where you do an imitation of someone trying to be a comedian I've thought about that but I'm like I don't know if I so many people wouldn't know I was doing that potentially and then I would be like humiliated it by could the be thought a beautiful that, like, bit. you just get all like <laughs> digital headshots of yourself that you keep posting with like soft focus backgrounds <laughs> you name your account Sarah Wilson comedy yeah exactly you keep posting pictures of, of you doing stand up and then you write like the joke on the image so that people can read the joke totally. you did you, you got to get in that union hall and where the brick yes. wall is and take yes. a photo there. You get a, you get a yeah. website, sarahwilsoncomedy.com with like all your jokes. <laughs> and then you, you're always like sending people to your website. Yeah. I don't know. Would that be crazy if I tried to do that? Or is, could that, would that be funny? I think funny? it would be really funny. I, I think it would be funny too. Oh man. I would have to confront so many uh, insecurities about. I don't even really like having my picture taken, so it's going to be a big process to become a, an Instagram uh, comedian. But <laughs> and it would be yeah. funny if you like tagged people in the description. It's like such a great night, so much fun being on Cat Cohen's yeah. show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like the middle of quarantine. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, were. I love these people. Wait, I love. Yeah. The, I love the bit of. Not only is it like this is not Sarah, like this is a different person, but also it's in a world where stand up is still happening. So you like advertise shows <laughs> yeah. as if they were happening yeah. this week. And like, <laughs> That's great. I think that'd be really That's awesome. Very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just feel like I wonder, my, I have a, like a desire to just delete so much from my past Instagram. I post so infrequently in two scrolls, you're like back in my high school life, I think, or like or beginning of college. And it's like a, just sort of embarrassing, earnest stuff. Um, but I guess I should just leave it on there. Like maybe later it'll serve me to have uh, that shit there. I, I mean, Absolutely. anything that I really wish you would post more, just because, you know, yeah. it's like posting is how I interact with people. And so I'm like, I, I want my friend Sarah to be posting more so I can be liking her pictures. So we can be in community. Yeah yeah <laughs> and sharing yeah yeah that'd be that'd be pretty cool i remember first moving to new york and like being in that phase where i'm like stalking all these comedians who i want to be but don't know and going on to um to john early's youtube and seeing stuff that he had made a long time ago that was like really raw and not not good but he had like obviously just chosen to like keep it up there and I was like, I like that. I like that I can see the beginnings of this rather than just like the stuff you got paid, a network paid you to make and that has like a budget, you know? Yeah. So something to think about, Sarah, when you're deleting. Yeah. I've been thinking about deleting my Facebook. Whoa, fuck. Uh, it's just like there's so much stuff in there that 
I can't I can't like comprehend it all and I'm like there's got to be something <laughs> in here that's not good to be online but so not all of the pictures of you are in your photos tab there are pictures of you that other people have that you're maybe not tagged in so it's just it's kind of daunting like I don't know how to get rid of all of it I like in high school me and you like I would make these fake groups and like there's comments that I've done I'm like I just how do I get all of it Whoa. off <laughs> Whoa. oh shit yeah, yeah you gotta there's erase the whole trail totally. yeah damn <laughs> totally I don't know how I can do it well what's the worst case scenario with all that stuff being out there I don't know that someday someone that there's something I haven't realized is on there that someone will find and like publish it and it'll just put me in that uncomfortable position did you guys read this article that that there was a guy in high school who like filmed another this white woman saying the n-word while she was like rapping to a rap song that was playing and he like held on to the video for like a number of years until she got into college and then he like released the video oh my gosh (laughs) no i didn't hear about that did she get rejected from school for it i don't know i didn't read it (laughs) That was the headline. I read the, the headline Times too, article. but I, I'm kind. Of, but I also don't know the details. I also didn't know it was during a song. I thought she said it like in a diatribe or something. It was. It was a chant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, anyways, Felipe, maybe you could do some penance on the podcast by like bringing up all the things you said and like saying sorry and then sarah and i can absolve you yeah yeah you guys would be the people to do it pre-canceling myself like shane dawson just being like i'm stepping back i'm telling you everything i did (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. be cool could be cool i think that would be the move i'm don't i would say don't delete facebook fleet because facebook marketplace is really fun and a really lively place to be Mm-hmm. Facebook Messenger. There's all ways to do it, though. You can you can delete your shit, but stay on like on some of the other apps. And also, you can. I would download all my stuff because there's a lot of stuff in there that I, you know, I want to save. You want to see those photos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that era of Facebook where you could post stuff on other people's walls? You can't anymore. I don't think you can. I think you still can, really? but people don't people do don't that. Do it. Yeah. I think that's such a f- cool like early social media concept that we don't have anymore but like your wall is like content other people have like thrown at yeah. you yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 and you get posts on your wall you're like why did you do that why did you say that i, don't, I, don't yeah. I remember at that. first it was yeah. a lot of fun because it was a way to be funny yes. on someone else's thing but then over time it became a thing only old people did where they would send you where you would or like the older people in your life would send you a message that would be like hey how are you have you been like things that yeah. are meant to be messages they would post on your wall and then it was you could cite it you'd be like oh this is an old yeah my mom has never been on any social media platform and while i was home she was like sarah i'm thinking of making a facebook and like we could be friends oh, on no. facebook and she was like making a joke to like try and annoy me as like you don't want to be friends with your mom on facebook that's so lame and i was like oh she's so out of touch she's no i like i couldn't give a fuck like what are you even talking about this isn't even <laughs> she's like i think i'm starting an only fans yeah. yeah, i'm yeah. on 4chan we can be friends on yeah. 4chan exactly. <laughs> this nonsense when when Bloomberg was running, I think I was like really freaked out by Bloomberg, and I joined a a, a, 
a Bloomberg like group and I would kind of troll it um, thinking I would, I don't know what I thought I would do, but then I was just signed up to this Bloomberg account and every time I went on Facebook, I, I wasn't interested enough to like unsign up from it, but I just kept getting like the worst memes in the world. Like, you know, when on Twitter, someone would be mm. like, look at this funny picture of it's the Avengers, but they've edited to look like Kamala Harris and Joe Biden and Obama. Like they would post shit like that for real. And they'd be like, Joe's coming to save us. Like Joe and Kamala, like I'm so happy. And then that it was kind of unbearable what platform facebook that was on facebook hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well did it change your mind about who to vote for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually i really like that meme and it made me yeah. <laughs> Feel good and feel safe. Yeah, I do yeah. feel like I'm in Thank good you hands. Them. I'm in Joe yeah. Biden's hands. Uncle Joe. <laughs> Uncle Joe's coming to save us. Yeah. Uh, so are we getting these two thousand bucks or what's going on? Yeah. yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking that <laughs> we can combine too. ours. Me too. Wait, you wanna combine our money? You wanna pool our six hundred dollars mm -hmm. to, you know, have kind of a big a big pool and then we lottery it off to one of our, uh, one of us three. Yes, or we spend it all on a big trip. Let's we should go on a big trip and stay in a really nice chalet style mm -hmm. home. China chalet. We yeah. stay at China chalet. <laughs> we take a trip to Manhattan. Yeah. Open it back up. <laughs> <laughs> take a little vacation. And yeah, we and we throw Rachel Senate and Moss Perkins. Oh, we throw their party, party yeah. but it's just yeah. us three. Hell yeah, had a great time at Rachel and Moss's birthday, and it's just us three in the no. empty China chalet. Yeah. No, we we try and invite people, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's their birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. That could be nice. Well, I hope that I hope that uh you know I never thought I'd be saying this, but I hope Donald Trump succeeds in getting in getting what he wants because he's asking for $2000. So I hope Mr. Yeah. Trump the best of luck in getting us the 2000 and also Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. Bernie and Trump are out in the front lines. Who else? Working, Working together. together. Yeah. To get us the $2000. Wow. Has I guess the political spectrum really is mm -hmm. a horseshoe, yep. you know? That's far right. right and the far left make comfortable bedfellows. Correct. It's true. Do you think Bernie and Trump have ever spoken directly to each other's That's faces? An interesting question. I bet no. I bet no. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's nice that Bernie's not president, so he doesn't have to order drone strikes in a month. Um, but that's the only good thing, so that he doesn't have the blood on his hands. That's true. He gets to stay yeah. pure. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, when they come to him with the first drone strike that he has to, like, sign his name on? Him? Would he really say no? No, like, he'd probably no say more? yes. He'd probably say yes. Yeah. And then that's our fallen savior. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I will do this. <laughs> that's the extent of the impression. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do the drone strike? Let me be very clear. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the drone strike would be on the damn uh damn elite. Yes. The Wall Street elite. It would be on Wall oh, Street. that would be cool on Montauk on Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. You see you see Bernie signing the piece of paper that says yes to the drone strike and you go, Oh my god, and you see the drone flying in the air, but then the camera pulls away and you see that he's dropping the drone on uh John Legend and Chrissy Teigen's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you go, Woohoo mm -hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, man, that would be the day. That would be the freaking day. Then they'd get. Then they'd stop being so rich and give their money back. Yeah, they'd yeah. survive. Give the, it that they'd back. survive give the that strike, back. and then they'd go, "Ah, oh, what fools we have been." We aren't supposed to have all this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I've been feeling I've been feeling a little depressed again over the Christmas holiday, but I've also been doing a lot of like um, projecting my depression onto everyone else, like almost anyone that I know. Not you guys, but like other people. I just look at their lives and I'm like, ah, oh, they must just be so sad every day. <laughs> so, uh, they, they're probably not so getting any sleep. Yeah, <laughs> they probably don't haven't had a job since March. Just, yep, it's probably everything they have is not what they wanted, and they don't know where they lost their way yeah. they don't know how to go back yeah. <laughs> yeah um and that just makes me feel stupid because i'm like that that's like the word i can be depressed if i want but i shouldn't start imagining that everybody else feels uh like shit it's not fair wait who, who do you think mind. is depressed drop some names drop them now um i i guess i should make no. up a joke for this because i don't want to say yeah. who <laughs> yeah i don't know what i expected you to say to that <laughs> i guess i'm wondering are you projecting that on us no not on you guys that's good because I'm seem pretty happy. good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you my seem, Instagram, yeah. I'm at the beach all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sam's gearing up to have an eating disorder. <laughs> 2021 is the year Sam does TikToks where he throws his scarf back and jumps up yeah. in there. <laughs> you guys seem like you're both in really good places. Yeah. Just my morning breakfast. <laughs> it's like a cup of yeah. coffee and a uh, and like a um, grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my tweet is bombing. What'd you tweet? I thought it would do better. Wait, let's see how it's doing now. Because it was at three. It was at three. It was one hour in three likes, which is not good. And now it's at four likes. My tweet was mm. this 2021. My resolution is to start going to the gym. I thought that was funny. I didn't fave it, but I, I thought it was funny. funny. Oh, it's the first thing that I see when I open Twitter. Please, if you think it's Aww. funny, please fave. Come on. <laughs> Give it a like. a freaking bone. It's Give it a like. <laughs> yeah. Is it? And it, when you're listening to this right now, listener, go to Twitter and like yes. that tweet. Well, you're, we're not doing anything. Raisin yeah. Man Arena Challenge 2021. Go on Felipe's <laughs> Twitter and like the tweet where he says that his resolution is to start going to the gym. <laughs> we're calling on Raisin Nation. Let's get this tweet moving. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Um, I feel like I never get any... When I try to do sort of like low-key, kind of like I, like there's no joke, but there is a, like a small joke. If I was a big account, I'd get likes on that, but I it's unforgiving. The, the, my I don't get the yeah. likes on do a, joke a small like joke on a small account. Yeah, you can't can. can't happen. Yeah. What were you gonna a say? A big Sarah? joke on a small account, however. Yes, correct. I was gonna say I enjoyed tweeting the other day and engaging with everybody on Twitter. You guys retweeted my tweet, and uh, that felt pretty good. Um, so I am thinking of tweeting. I the the reason that I don't tweet on the account that I have now is I used to have another Twitter uh, in college and right after college that I tweeted on that I didn't have that many followers or anything, but the tweets on it were very funny. I thought and good, but I took I deactivated the account because I was just like on it too much and I wanted to take a break. And then uh, I didn't know that if you deactivate your account for like thirty days, they just delete your account. No. And then I went to sign back into it, and it was gone. And I was like, well, forget it then. There's no point in tweeting now. Yeah. But of course, it's been years, so. That could have started. I should have started that day. It got deleted. It's, Never put anything off. That's what I'm trying to say. Definitely, sometimes a loss like that can really set you back morale wise. Yeah, it can really hurt you, your heart. 
Yeah. But life goes on. There's at least another 10 years or something. I started beefing with one of... Not beefing. I started trying to troll one of Seth's, uh, like, haters. I saw that. And, uh, yeah, you said Kelly's Latina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Seth posted Kelly's video. And then this guy was like, all white, just how you like it, huh, Seth? Because the video only had white people. And then I said, and then I said, well, one of the guys is Iranian because um, Barty is in it. And then, and then he was like, no women of color, typical white male privilege. So this guy's like really has a bone to pick. And I looked through his yep. account and all of the tweets are about how angry he is about social justice. And it seems like he almost <laughs> made this account just to troll Seth. I believe it. Um, but so you you got in the snake pit, and how'd you like it? <laughs> well, you know, it was it was pretty innocuous. I didn't really get hurt or anything. I just played it. I just played an idiot. I was like, I think the main actress might be Latina. Um, <laughs> but I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was such an interesting move to make when you know that she's not Latina yes, to just like say that to try to. I don't even know what the goal is. I guess just to talk to the guy and see what happens. Well, really, my I hoped that the I hoped that the, the exchange would end up on my friends' news feeds and that they it would absolutely like it. Did. But nobody, nobody <laughs> did. Nobody liked it. So I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Damn. All right, I'm gonna be more proactive with faving your stuff uh, in the new year. Yeah, yeah. let's start. Because I did. I got enjoyed seeing that. I thought it was funny for you to get involved with Seth World. Um, well, Seth yeah. tweeted that someone made an account called Seth Flores. This is the person. Oh, that's the person. Yes. Okay. So I suppose that that's a, that's a mix between Seth Simons and Jake Flores. Hmm. Two two reviled the Trumps SJWs. and Bernie of Twitter. <laughs> oh, I think that they're both United. Bernies. No, I I know I'm I'm I was trying to do a callback to this oh. two thousand dollar stimulus. Yes. Sorry, but sorry you know it wasn't it's it wasn't clear it's it's not a clear one-to-one -one, so do you want to do it again and i'll celebrate you for it sure sure <laughs> sarah you jump in with the celebration too trump i mean okay <laughs> yep. seth and jake the trump and bernie of twitter I think they're both Bernies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. All right, well, we're going to try it one more time. Uh, yeah. 50 for 50. <laughs> Seth and Jake. Wow. They're kind of like the Trump and Bernie of Twitter. Huh. That's a good observation. I would say they're more they... like the Bernie and Bernie, but uh, you know, to each his own. Yeah. Fuck, I fucked it up. It would be cool if Bernie Sanders had another Bernie Sanders to be friends with, and um, like in his dark materials, yes, like he had a demon, yeah, Bernie Sanders with a demon, <laughs> and and it's a little like union boss, yes, a little tiny, but he's a ferret, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's um, a ferret and he's South the head of the Teamsters. <laughs> Sorry, go Sarah. Did you see Julia Salazar? You know who that is, yes. yeah. She the um, city council? That's what. It, no, she's a sen state senator. She's a she's a state senator. She is only thirty. She just turned thirty like yesterday. <sighs> she had her birthday. Yeah, I thought about that, going on Zoom. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she sent out an invite. She was like, "Come to my birthday," but this is Sarah's story. Um, it just made me upset because she's a socialist, and um, socialists aren't supposed to make you feel bad about not being successful in the traditional yeah. um, career framework of the capitalist kind of political state. And she made me feel upset. It was almost like, yeah, she's like some kind of Wall Street 
wonderkin she's like a yeah. comedian <laughs> yeah <laughs> well why do you say that about her and not about aoc who's just as young but way more successful wasn't she 33 30, she's 33 30, how old is she let's get know, an age on her let's get the age <laughs> throw up throw up the age on the board damn she's 31 what the yeah. fuck <laughs> damn oh man well i guess i just didn't fully register that i imagine she was like 34 you could be That's a, i feel like you could you could hold office if you really wanted to okay cool Ilano cool. Moore is 38 and hmm. Joe Biden's 78. Hmm. Wow. It's never too late, huh? Yeah. It's wild. I, <clears throat> you know, with comedy, you think, well, you know, your best years are early on. Like, that's really when you want to kind of reap, reap and sow. But with being president, that's kind of the only thing where you got to be, you know, close to a million years old to really get the, so the highest peak of your life really happens towards the end. Yeah, that's someone tweeted this like the other day of um, the only people who are like 80 years old and still working are Walmart greeters and Congress people. Yeah. Um, well, I have, have I hope I, I, I like that because I have something to look forward to when I'm old, which is being the president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that part of your life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your late life crisis, <clears throat> you're you get divorced, you know, late into your life maybe second divorce and you think well you know i do still have my whole presidency ahead of me exactly exactly you'll you'll really regret leaving me when i'm president of the united states <laughs> the sam lanier presidency the lanier years yeah what if what if you had to uh what if there was like a big depression in america and you had to um preside over like a, a lot of austerity and so they called them the lanier years mm. Mm. I think you can handle it. So someone was making this point um in an article but that like the the democratic um cen center like the centrists um there's a lot of like young ambitious um people in this in the in the right center right part of the democratic party and they're like really angry at people like joe biden and nancy pelosi because there there's like and chuck schumer because like the 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 center wing is entirely controlled by old people and those people haven't like stepped down to let the like young pete Buttigieg's of the world like rise rise up and and like take their ranks yeah and the left has a lot of like youth youth energy in it i think that's that's kind of interesting yeah, it's very annoying. These people are so old. Why don't they just relax? It just doesn't make sense for them to still be controlling anything or in charge of anything. My grandparents don't know or understand anything that goes on. Um, it just doesn't... It very much irritates me, and I wish they'd let young people do it. Just go relax. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to retire as young as I possibly can and just try to enjoy myself. I wish that the thing you could do until you were really old is like... Uh, make cartoons and be a podcaster and stuff they're all welcome to start podcasts if they would just retire they and probably can, will yeah <laughs> they, probably they can will. twitch stream yeah what is it is want. it diane diane feinstein yeah oh welcome to fucking hell my podcast this is my podcast <laughs> diane feinstein fucking hell that's what the podcast called Mm -hmm. And today yeah. we have Come balls hell <laughs> We have Shane Gillis on That would be a really 
cool conversation. Have <laughs> seen it, Shane Gillis? <laughs> what yeah. is it like in Chinatown? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's nice. I like that. That's good. I was, yeah, I was like, oh, the kind of, because I always have this thing like, oh, when you're really old, you can't, it's hard to be like um, a relevant artist. Old people do make art, you know, but it's it's like, you know, sometimes harder to like get an audience because maybe you're not like as, as like being an artist requires this like constant engagement with culture. And I was thinking, oh, the cool thing to do would be when you're old to make totally insane art that people look at mm. ironically. So having <laughs> a radio show where you're like a weird freak and then people are like, this guy rules in, you know, kind of in an ironic way that I think that yeah. would be the dream yeah yeah i guess the yeah the failure is like trying to talk like you know a bunch of stuff because you're old and you have all these opinions when like when you're old the things you think you know are going to just be automatically wrong your opinions are wrong and your advice is going to be bad so you should just pivot and be just be freak style and do the opposite yeah go freak mode yeah i think maybe this is going to sound stupid but i think that's kind of what trump is like Sam, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> 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 I he is kind of like that. He is freak mode, but that's be he believes in nothing. So I guess he is doing what I say, which is like, don't even try to be wise. Don't try to act like you've learned anything from your experiences. That's his mode. Yeah, he is just yeah. He just kind of, he says agent. stuff. He just says yeah. stuff. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, he's really he's really harnessed the strengths of a seventy something year old man. Absolutely. And use them to his advantage. I guess you're right about that. I mean, David Lynch does like a, a, a weather report. That guy has stayed an acceptable amount of weird his whole life. He's always made cool shit. And now he does. Have you seen this weather report he does? No, David Lynch. No. Is Wait, you didn't report. know about this? Nah. -uh. So he, I think it's on the radio or he like, there's a sound version of it, but there's also a video version of it. And it's just him in this little office and he looks out the window and he says what the weather is. And you know, wow. and you know that way, like David Lynch, he like kind of yells when he talks, and he has yeah. this like, and he's just really innocent, and it's it's just his weather report, you know. And it's like, I I don't get that dude because he's so like his movies are so weird and specific, and and you can tell there's like a lot of thinking that's going on. But when you see him talk, he has this like innocence. He looks like he's like a child, you know. He like he's he's. He like loves meditation and he like doesn't swear Aww. and then you're like okay when the cameras are off are you having a conversation with your producer where you're like okay this movie's gonna be fucking weird or like yeah. we're gonna do this weirdo <laughs> thing or is he just does he go about it with the same innocence i can't tell and so he does i this, think what i was like i was i think the producers make it weird and he wants to make it like That's a like nice a <laughs> ted lasso thing about like meditation or something like that yeah like, you gotta yeah. weird this up david <laughs> that is the funny thing i mean and i've noticed it with comedians we've talked about this before with like people who do really weird stuff who you're like okay so that's mask on and when i talk to them after the show and i tell them i really like their bit they'll act normal and be like yeah wasn't i being weird but then they're really fucking weird off stage and you're like maybe they don't even do they even register that like what they're doing is weird or they're just doing like to them that's what i thought of to do so it's actually a normal thing yes yeah, yeah that's them, my regular idea it's not weird <laughs> yeah but it, it's really strange sometimes with people where you're like no but there must be a mode where stop talking like that stop talking like that talk like normal talk like me yeah. and they never do it yeah 
who knows? So then you imagine having sex with them or being married to them for 50 years and yeah. what insights that would bring. But, you know, you only have one life to live. Well, so you know what's funny about this, Sarah? I know... I think I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm thinking of two people, but I know who you think of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know about having sex with this person. Mm. Neither of the two people have I really thought about having sex with that I'm thinking of, but I do imagine, like, you know, you have sex with someone and then you say a bunch of just, like, earnest, normal things. Um, do they just say a bunch of weird shit still in a weird voice? I don't know. Cross their uh, eyes. It's, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I, I can imagine having sex with Sam is like you have it and it's uh then afterwards you have to leave or go yeah. to sleep or flip over on your side and look away and yeah, be done. Well, <laughs> I I don't know exactly how to put this into words, but it is sort of there is something kind of profound about it, which is that you can't really try to be weird like people and and it's the same way that the things that are really cool about you are the things that you don't try to do and it's kind of representative of the experience of uh of what it's like confronting another consciousness like anytime yes, you meet yes. another person no matter how much they are like you they're another consciousness and so there's always like these these differences or or this like you can't ever be inside someone yes. else's mind and it's like totally unknowable and i think that that happens with comedy too where you think you see someone on stage and they do something that you don't understand and it is representative of the feeling of like you know that thing you're describing you you expect them to get off stage and you're like oh now i'm gonna see myself now i'm going to see yeah. the way i think be scrutable to me on the terms on which i think about things and understand things right but yeah. they get off off stage and you're mm. like oh I don't know if what I saw in your performance is what you saw. Like, what I saw was someone being weird, but maybe you feel it as just the regular way that things go, and so then it it makes it kind of, I don't know, like, it sort of strangifies it. You're like, oh, you see the world that way, so then should I understand what yes. you did in a totally different way? Like, is it not funny in the way that I thought? Right. Yes. And it's also always like that with people that you don't actually understand, you know, what's going on inside their mind. But it's just so much more pronounced with people who are really notably weird um, that it's pretty disconcerting. Because I think a lot of other people just really agree to meet on the terms of like, this is how you make yourself legible to other people. And we're all going to kind of dance this same dance of like how you talk about your inner life and your outer life and stuff. But certain people refuse to do it. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Language is an invention. And um, no, I don't I don't know anybody besides myself. Are, are you guys just talking about weird comedians who perform or like anybody? Any uh, I was talking about weird, weird people. I think, I mean, I think weird people you see it the most, but even with regular exactly. comedians, sometimes someone will do a joke. It's hard to describe. It's a little bit like a little bit uh, like ineffable, but you see a joke and you think this is what I think is funny about it. And you talk to the person and you're like, oh, this, to this person, this, this particular thing that I thought was strange or off kilter about it, like they don't think of it as strange or, or that's, or they see the joke differently. And so you get that feeling yeah. of like, whoa, I don't know. But it's, it's the, that alienating feeling of like other people see the world like literally differently than I do. Yeah. I, don't know if that sounds too I simple. can't remember if it was one of you guys who, um, that is very simple, <laughs> but one of, if it was one of you that read this to me or somebody else is reading me, if something sociological and about etiquette related to fashion, and there's a sentence in it that was clothing is something we wear to show we understand the social situation that we are in. Mm. Um, 
And I just thought that was funny. I'd never thought about it like that. I'm like, oh, that's right. When people dress wrong, too fancy, not fancy enough, like wear something wrong for the situation, you're like, oh, they don't, there's something going on here. They don't get what we're doing. Um, and that's just like another form of people, way people can be normal um, and show that we're on the same page and that weird people dress weird too so that they you don't know what's going on. Did you ever feel like maybe in high school or in school or even just in regular life someone dressed like too ostentatiously and you were like that's annoying I don't like that hmm I remember like noticing obviously like furry kids in high school furry who would kids? wear yeah they would wear tails and ears and stuff and just being like oh, stop just stop <laughs> yeah yeah I when I should have just been cool. like that rules yeah exactly I should have been like that is so awesome that they're doing that like wow 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 that they discovered that and they're only 14 so cool. um, amazing <laughs> yeah no I, I thought it was cool naively <laughs> whoa they're fox yeah you talk to them and you realize they really are a fox <laughs> I could be come, I could be showing up to class as all kinds of animals I didn't even know it this makes me think also of the there was a, a dating show for women who had been divorced before that was on Netflix I can't remember what it was called um this is like in the last year and it was in Australia and they made the women go on um blind dates and then their dating expert like reviewed the tapes of their dates and gave them really like pretty excruciating feedback on all the things that they had done wrong on the date to make themselves oh. sort of unappealing and it was like horrific to watch the women get the feedback and like one of the women just like laughed compulsively at everything that was said oh. and like really hard um and the guy was just like that is just a horrible well, <laughs> like I think that quality nothing nothing will make you succeed in a date more than going in having a huge list of things that you shouldn't <laughs> be doing and repressing so that's the best yeah. way to be natural and uh yes <laughs> and yes cool. in a sense that all of your impulses are undesirable yeah exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh it's horrific and it just it freaked me out even to watch where i was like oh my gosh if i start thinking about like the way that i ways that i act on a date that i could possibly be modding and like doing patches and changing then i'll, I'll never I'll never find someone to be with. Did you learn anything about that, Sarah? Like, like when you watched that show, did it make you reflect on bad thing behaviors that you do? Um, definitely the thing about laughing too much. I don't think I laugh compulsively, but I do a, like a, a contrived sort of like hyper enthusiastic. This isn't even just dating regular life. Really enthusiastic about things when people are telling them to me. Just be like, that rules. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, quality. that's so funny. I think that's, a great quality. Think that's good. Yes, I Sometimes I think it's day. bad. Okay, cool. Well, then I'll keep doing it. But I feel like it's something that I affected like maybe... 15 years ago or something that I do and now it feels very natural but sometimes I hear myself doing it and I'm like dude fucking chill like <laughs> it's not that doesn't rule that much it's not that funny it's not that interesting no uh, when we were at the Just, Halloween thing that like Halloween uh, walk uh, scary walkthrough we did I remember you were doing it in the group and I thought oh I wish I could do that I wish I could muster that much excitement for everything <laughs> anyone's telling me because it makes it makes people feel really good when they're telling you something yeah mm. All right. Well, then we'll keep, I'll keep it on. But yeah, sometimes I worry it makes me seem like a dupe or it's just like really simple. Oh, wow. That rules. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah I, got, I need to go to the bathroom. My tummy hurts. Oh my Whoa. God. You're, what? <laughs> Your tummy? That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me go know how that goes for you, man. Man, that's great. Um, yeah. We're at the 130 mark. 
How do we feel? Cool. Okay. We take it to two. Take it to three. Let's take it. <laughs> let's take it all the way to three. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I don't know. How, how does everybody feel? No, I think I could be done. I'm thinking we should be done. Yeah. 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 I'm so, I'm so tired of being funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of this being the funniest episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take out all the silences. And yeah, all the, all the conversations surreal. I don't like, I'll take them out too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some real quiet, reflective moments in this just, one. It's just a five minute podcast of Felipe <laughs> reading the reviews of his <laughs> two movies. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a Patreon, I would just put out yeah. the silences. Just a long, a long thing of just the silences. Wow. That's funny. Um, okay, cool. Well, all right. Well, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. See you in 2021. See you in 2021. Raisin Man Arena.